back to the Slixie Snailcast, and today is actually the first episode of our brand new game show, Questionnaire Quackdown. In this game show, there is one overarching theme which the players have to guess. They will do this by answering nine questions that subtly hint at the theme. Answering correctly will get them points. Once they have three points, they can cash them in to guess what the theme of the game show is. Guess incorrectly and the game keeps going. Guess correctly and they win and get the coveted Golden Duck Trophy. If nobody guesses by the end of the game, they all lose. Play along wherever you are and see if you can quack the code before our beloved players. Speaking of those players, let's see who they are. Tennessee hot dog eating contest winner three years in a row, it's Henry McCown. Hey, how's yeah. it going? This is my ringer. So when he, uh, when he wants to answer a question, he'll play that noise to alert us that he wants to answer. Next up, it's the best table tennis player in South Haven, Michigan. It's Gabriel Yarrington! Hello! This is my buzzer. And now, uh, the nicest guy in the whole world, aside from a bunch of other people who are nicer than him, it's Westminster! What's going on, everybody? You sounded so low. There we go. That's beautiful. And I am the world's number one rubber spatula fan, Will Metz. Everybody, how are we doing today? Are we ready for an awesome game show in which one of you will hopefully take home the coveted Golden Duck Trophy? Oh, yeah. I'm ready to win this. I'm pumped. I know you guys are going down. Yeah. Honestly, I have no idea what to say. <laughs> I know That's Henry awesome. is not winning this. So. Oh, I don't know. I think yeah. Wes doesn't know what he's talking about. He doesn't even know how to quack. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's true, Henry. That's true. Wes does not know how to quack. All right. So, uh, is everybody ready to get started? Uh, yeah. So, let's start out with an extremely easy question. I'm certain you could do this in like two seconds. Name a themed roller coaster at an amusement park. Henry. Uh... Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain. Uh, name the amusement park as well. Oh, Disney. Disney. That's not a theme. Uh, what? That's that not is. a it's theme. I'm gonna say. No, but I feel say, like a theme is like Halloween. Right? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. I'm gonna say I'll give you oh. that point unless one of you two has a better themed coaster. I uh, no. 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 What if I could think of a better themed coaster? Gabriel. No. <laughs> Got a better themed coaster? No. All right, then, Henry, that is a point to you. Congratulations. What is a structure that a construction company would not typically build, but a person might? West. The Leaning Tower of Pisa. What? Uh, I'm just like, think no, about it. Think no, about I'm it. I'm not going to give you that let one. No, I'm not going to give you that one. Uh, Henry. A shed. A shed? Uh, yes. No. no. I'm giving you. Oh, are you kidding? Oh, me? what? Somebody would not build a shed, but a person might. That is a point for Henry. That's the name uh, of the what? guys. Explain to me how I didn't get that point. Remember? Explain to me how I didn't get that point. Because the leading <laughs> tower of pizza is a building. Yeah, but no, no, no construction company would make it if they rebuilt That's, it. A construction. But a person company. might. Why would a person build? Dude, the leading, I bet a person, a person made the leaning tower. A person. Pizza. Yeah, but a person, a person is a, a person company. might. Let's let's move on to the next question. Not all the questions, I should mention with this question, not all the questions are literal. The answer and the question are literal, but it might relate to the theme in a different way. Like, what about the way that it sounds? So think about how words sound. Let's move on. What is a pastry with cream cheese and jam? Gabriel. Sandwich. I'm not going to give you that one because I don't think a pastry is a sandwich. (laughs) 
I don't think those two things are the same. So I'm gonna say, anyone else have a guess for this one? West. Like a croissant, maybe? Oh, croissants don't typically have cream cheese and jam, so like I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say no to that one. What about like a bagel? Uh, Henry, you got a guess? Um, maybe a pie? I don't know. Uh, Nope, no one gets this one. Does anyone want to make one more guess before I tell you the answer? Gabriel. A bagel? Uh, no. I put jam on my bagel. Technically could be true, but that's not the answer I'm looking for. Tell us. Uh, anyone want to make one final guess? No. All right. The answer is a Danish. A Danish is a pastry with cream cheese and jam. And think about Danish. Um, all right, guys. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> hey, man, I, no one has three points yet, so there's not even worth thinking about. Um, moving on. What do you call it when you take multiple pieces and bring them together to make a whole? West. A puzzle. That is correct, West. That is a point for you. Congratulations. Um, moving on, let's do toy person with which one can play. What? Toy person. West. Andy from the to Toy Story? No, that's a that's not one of the toys in Toy Story. Um Henry. An action figure. It's correct, but it's not the answer I'm looking for. I'm gonna give West a chance. If not, that goes to you, West. What is it? The question is an action figure which which one can play with, right? It, the question is a toy person with one with which one can play with. So not necessarily an action figure. Think of something that think of something broader. It's not something specific, it's a type. Action figures on the right track, it's a type of toy person with which one can play. Uh, Gabriel? Um Pinocchio. Can't give you that point. Is that oh first. West? A doll? That is correct, West. Yes. Get that point. Oh. Currently, West and Henry are tied at two points each. Let's go. Um, you know, this back. one's a little bit different. Okay. Imagine a scenario in your mind and tell it to me. The funniest one will be the one that wins. This one is not going to go by buzzer. This one I'm just going to count out in order. Gabriel, go first. <laughs> <laughs> if that was a, I, if that is a scenario, Gabriel, I'm certain it would win. West, what's your scenario? I came to school and I didn't have any pants. That is a. I'm thinking of a scenario where I win this game show and I get that duck, and then I just, funny. I just love that duck. Something funny. That is pretty funny. It's just that's not gonna happen. Very funny. I'm. It's cool, not okay. funny at all. Okay. That's just, Maybe the reality. Between the reality. between I win this game show and I get that between the I Mine win this game show, I get that duck, I go to school and I don't have any pants, and I think maybe the best one I think this is our first point that goes to Gabriel. Gabriel, you're gonna get one point there. Congratulations, man. Thank you. Uh, it wasn't a scenario, but it did make me laugh more than the other two, so you know. <laughs> um you know, um, all right, moving on. Guys, name a country in Northern Europe. I don't want to just say something totally stupid. That's like totally wrong. You guys, I don't want to embarrass myself. I'm going to give you a few seconds to press the button. Oh, Henry. Um, I mean, I can think of Danish, and that reminds me of Denmark. 
even though that is correct, Henry. That's a point. You are at three, oh. which means at any point in the game from now on, you can guess what the theme is. I don't think there is a theme. <laughs> there is yeah. a theme. Just so you know, a theme. And at the end, also, if you guys all fail, I'm gonna tell you how each question relates to that theme. But trust me when I say the theme is. Is true. it pretty obvious? Um, yes. Year? So give me an estimate for how much the U.S. plastic industry makes in annual shipments. Um, like nitrogen. That is not an amount of money, so you are, I think, going to be the farthest off, Gabriel. I'm very sorry. Last. Okay, I'm gonna go, West. like, plastic industry is pretty big. That is true. The U.S. plastic industry is pretty Massive. big. So per year. But it doesn't really matter. That's I think it's probably, it's definitely above a couple billion. I'm gonna go with, like, 53 billion. 53 billion? All right. Henry, make your guess. I'm going with 12 billion. 12 billion? The closest guess is West. <sighs> That's West, right. you are also at That's three right. points now. What was the answer? The correct answer is $380 billion in annual Oh shipments. my god. And so, wow. and West, with 53 billion, you are the closest guess. Even so though I wasn't point. close at all. Even though you weren't close at all, <laughs> that is a point for you. Um, I'm at three as well now. So, there's only one question left. Does anyone want to make their I don't know, guess? for some reason I'm thinking of like Russian nesting dolls because that's not a theme at all. Henry, you're on the right track, but I really don't want you to cash in those points. So because this is the first episode of the game show, I'm going to tell you you're wrong. The theme is not Russian nesting dolls. Everyone, the theme is not Russian nesting dolls, but the theme is... You're on the right track for what a theme could be like, and you're on a you're you're on a good track, Henry. So everyone basically know you're on the on right track, track, but you're not close at all. Yeah, that's no, yeah, that's basically what I'm trying to say. Yeah, is essentially you're on the right track. Is that it's a thing, but it's yeah. Anyway, all right, moving on. Do you guys want to hear the last question, or oh, do yeah. you want yeah. to cash? Last the question. Last question. Last question. What language are the IKEA furniture instructions written in? That goes to West. Is it Danish? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Ikea is a Dang Swedish it. furniture yeah, so store. Uh, it is not I'm Danish. So no. Uh, Swedish? That's incorrect. I'm sorry. Uh, Gabriel? I got nothing. You got nothing? Anyone else want to make one more guess? Okay, I don't know if this is Norwegian you language. You gotta press the button. Norwegian language. It is not Norwegian, okay. so nobody's getting this point unless someone presses the buzzer right now. Gabriel, what's, what is it? English. It's not written in English. English. What is it, West? Russian? What? It's not Russian. <laughs> you guys are all wrong. This was a trick question. The answer is, IKEA furniture instructions are not written in a language. They are written using pictographs. They are just images on the instructions and not... So yeah, they're there just is, instructions. You're weird for that, Will. You're weird so, for that. So there's just instructions with images. That's all this question is adding up to, is instructions with images. Um, all right, guys. It's your last chance. I'm going to want to... Gabriel, unfortunately, only has one point, so he cannot uh, cash in to guess what the theme is, sadly. Boo. But, but... Henry and West both have an opportunity to cash in their points to guess what the theme is to win this game show. Dude, I'm going to be totally honest. I don't. It's probably as soon as Will says it, it's going to be so obvious. It's something you're up. Is 
it like art, maybe? No. <laughs> no, it's not art. It's like, well, I guess we're tied. What happens if we're tied, Will? How, how, who wins? Oh. No one. If you can't guess the theme, nobody wins. wins. Nope. Everyone loses if you can't guess the theme by the end of the game, which is in one, two. Okay, so it doesn't matter how many three, points we have at the end. Four. May as well guess. We may as five, well guess. You go first. Six, seven. Yep. Uh, like the Russian and uh, what's it called? What's that country next to it that they were invading? Ukraine. Ukraine. That. Henry, I'm so sorry, but that is incorrect. Oh. You have failed, and now the only person who has a chance of leaving here with the Golden Duck Trophy is West Michener. West, you got any ideas? West? I'm gonna go <laughs> with like Dude, I honestly, I have no idea. You said it's not with geography. It's that was the geography. only idea that I had. Okay. It's a thing. It's a right? thing? It's a thing. So it's not a theme, it's just a thing. Is, it's is it a, like an item? It's a, it could be. Sometimes it is. Is it? <laughs> Come like, on, West. <laughs> like food? Is it really? Is that your final answer, West? I'll, I'll go with like food in other countries. That's not the answer, Wes. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I want to hear this. Yeah, everyone, what is the everyone, answer? Now, I will tell you, the test groups for this game show, of which there were two, both were so mad when they heard what the answer I, was. I, I'm telling you, it's going to be and so annoying. It's not going to be so obvious. They were both like, what? How? So okay. if you guys figure it out immediately, I will be shocked. The theme of today's episode was Legos. Oh. Um, oh so let's go over the questions it. and how they relate. Name a themed roller coaster at an amusement park. That's one that kind of throws people off, like but Legoland. that's Legoland. Yep. Every roller coaster there is themed because they're all themed like Legos. What is a structure that a construction company would not typically build, but a person might? Literally any Lego set. They are all structures that a construction company would not build, but a person might. Pastry with cream cheese and jam? Danish. It's just, you know, because it's, you know, it's Danish. Lego's a Danish company. Okay. Um... What do you call it when you take multiple pieces and bring them together to make a whole? That's Lego pieces oh, coming that together does to make, make a sense. set. Yeah. Um, toy person with which one can play a Lego minifigure? The correct answer to that question was doll, but remember, the correct answer is not always the thing that relates to the theme. Imagine a scenario in your mind and tell it to me. Lego's whole shtick is imagination, so there's that. Name a country in Northern Europe. The correct answer is Denmark. That's another Denmark hint. Um, uh, and then, of course, you could have also answered Finland, Sweden, and Norway, but you know, I, yeah. Anyway, uh, give me an estimate for how much of the U.S. plastic industry makes an annual shipment. The only thing you needed to think about there was plastic. And lastly, what are the IKEA furniture instructions written in? They're instructions written oh, in pictures like Lego yeah. instructions are. And the correct answer for today was Legos. You know what? Um, that's a good one. Even though I'm not mad about nobody it. won, that's actually really creative. I won't, I won't lie. Thank okay. you. My heart is so warm. Until um, next time. Until next time. So no one's taking home the golden duck today, but maybe next time. Say goodbye to this set of players for the questionnaire quackdown, and next week we'll see if we have some brand new faces. Um, and thank you so much for listening, and now moving on to the true crime segment with Isaac and Marilly.
Thank you, Anime, with Tonantine and Cole. And we have a new segment for you guys. It's True Crime. Today, we're talking about Isaac's grandma. So, Isaac, tell us her name and who she was. Her name was Joyce Yost, and she lived in Ogden, Utah. She had two kids. One, Their names were Kim Salzar and, and Greg Roberts. So, do we know what happened to Joyce Yost? Yes, she was murdered. Do we know who the murderer was? Uh, the murderer, yes, we actually do. His name was Doug Lavelle. So, like, where did how did this all start? So, it's all started. So, Joyce worked at a bank, and she got this weird, like, a pack of roses about a week. She got three of them, okay? And it didn't have a name on it, and it just said, thank you for being my friend. Okay. And this is a little suspicious, like, you don't know if someone's, like, playing a prank on you, right? And they came in again, and so, like, it kind of raised some nerves, and then he did it again. And she kept saying, I, I don't want him to send. Like, please don't tell him to send. She called the bank company, and she's like, who's sending these? And they said, just a young man, and he wants his identity hidden. So they never knew it was Doug? Yeah, she didn't know it was Doug. Like, okay. if she would knew Doug, they probably would have stopped it, you know? So did he ever stop sending her flowers? So we stopped sending her flowers. So one, one evening, he followed her home. So she didn't know she was stalking him, obviously. And this is in Ogden, Utah. And he sexually assaulted her, and she, he told her, she, he said, don't ever, like, keep your mouth shut, don't ever tell the police or I'll kill you. Okay. And a couple, like, weeks later, she told, no, not even a couple weeks later, but she told the police. And they did can't... The, did the police do anything? So they, they put an investigation because they can't do anything unless they have evidential proof. Okay. So she was going to testify. And 10 days before, that's when no one could find Joyce. So Doug found her before, like, the police could do anything? Yeah, like, 10 days before, Doug murdered her. And you still couldn't, like, there was still no evidence of Doug murdering her. So how long did it take to find out that Joyce died? It took him about 30 years to... 30 years of, like, research and, like, investigation? The, until he he got convicted, until he made some evidence So he proof. was free for 30 years? Mm-hmm. So my grandpa, he told him, he's like... We know what you did, and he said you'll never find her. And this got the police to tell him, shoot, they like he did it. And so that's when he was convicted in 2015. So he confessed by himself. Yeah, he confessed by himself. So if he never did that, I can guarantee you he'd still be walking. Oh, okay. Yeah, and she was she was super young. She was only 39. So where is Doug Lavelle now after all these years? So after all these years, he's still in prison. He's on death row. Okay, so do you know if they ever found like Joyce's body? They, they actually did not, they never found the body. That's why it was so hard for them to convict him because if they found the body of her being dead, like they still haven't found it today, they could have convicted him like the same year, right? Yeah. But since they couldn't find it, it was super hard for them to convict unless he confessed up to it. But we do, we just know she's dead, but yeah, they've never found the body. So he never said where? Yeah, he never said where, he never told him where. The cops tried to bribe him into telling him where, he just wouldn't budge. Wait, so how did Doug find Joyce and, like, know where she was going to be? So Doug Lavelle found Joyce because he stalked her, and he broke into her house that night and sexually assaulted her and told her not to tell anyone, right? So do we know how he killed her? We do not. That's why her body was never found. If we, if her body was found, they might be able to, but I bet she was just bones, so still probably not. So no, I don't think they'll ever find a way, like, how she was murdered. So how did your grandpa get him to confess? Yeah, like I said, he he basically just told him right to his face when he was walking away after a trial. He said, we know what you did. And then he goes back, he goes, he goes, you'll never find her. 
and like and the cops heard that also and like gave that's perfect like convicted him right there oh okay so like right after the trial they took yeah. him in uh-huh and then that's when they gave him the death row because oh, okay. that's when they know he barely convicted to it because if he would never have done that he probably would still be walking around and that'd be really dangerous for a lot of people. So they like really didn't have enough evidence. Yeah, they didn't have enough evidence because if the cops found out that he killed her or like the cops found the body or anything, they would have evidence right away. And me personally, I know the cops did stuff, but since they didn't have any, I think they could have done a lot better. Yeah, because it took them 30 years. Yeah, and yeah, I get that about even about the body, but about when she came in about the sexual assault charge, it's like you could take him in right now. Yeah, they could have done more. You could take him in right now, and you could never, like, you could put custody on him. You could put him in jail, right? I think a lot of things could have been prevented until she died. Yeah, it could have. It, they could have caught him sooner, probably. Right, they could have caught him way sooner. And if you guys want to learn more about this, it's on Cold Season 2. What's the episode called? It's Season 2, Episode 1. It's called Justice for Joyce Yost. Yeah, and that's going to be it. Thank you guys for listening. And we're going to pass it on to Fake News with Joaquin, Hazel, and Luciano. We will see you guys next week. I hope you guys enjoyed. Bye. Thank you, Isaac and Morelli with True Crime. And welcome to the anime segment. I'm your host, Cole. And I'm Tanetzine. So, Cole, what anime are you talking about today? Well, I started this new anime called Apare Ranman, released in the spring of 2020. It is an automobile racing anime set in the early 1890s. Huh, interesting. Basically, it's about this kid who builds steam engines and random contraptions. He lives in Japan and is seen by his family to be shameful and lazy and to law enforcement a dangerous fugitive. But why? why? Why is he a dangerous fugitive, Cole? Because he likes to build contraptions. Is and, that it? <laughs> yeah. And these contraptions and mechanisms are of European and American design, so it's seen as a sacrilege to the Japanese way of life. And what doesn't help is definitely his appearance. He does not fit in with the rest of his peers. I like all enemy protagonists. I know, it's spot the protagonist all over again. Hell yeah. He has bright red dyed hair with white patches. It's froed everywhere. It's like a fragmented afro, like buns, but not really. He looks pretty awesome. And because he was thrown into jail at one point and then promptly escaped very quickly after finding it boring, he boarded his home-built steamboat and with a samurai in tow who he did not want on the boat with him, but he kind of just forced his way on there. He ended up getting stranded because he didn't pack any food or water. And then he got picked up by a big American steamboat and was sailed... To America. (laughs) To America, to Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. And before he departed, he bragged about how horsepower dense his steam engine was and how it was the best steam engine ever built, which is pretty cool, but it didn't really get him that far. And then when he was in Los Angeles, he discovered that people like to race automobiles to see which one is faster. And then he learns about a Transamerica race from Los Angeles to New York. And the winner will receive a million dollars, which in 1890 is an insane sum of money. Wow. And that's an equivalent to today's money. That's about $33.8 million dollars. Oh, to a win a Transamerica race. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. What would you do if you had that type of money? I don't know. 
I would probably stop pirating anime at that point. But pirating anime is cool. It is how anime used to be watched in the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah, cool. By people overseas, because there was no <laughs> other way to watch anime, unless you receive a physical copy yeah, of and, the anime. Yeah, that's like one, and one of the only ways you could have watched it is buying a physical copy. Yeah, so piracy is actually a cultural element of watching anime. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah. 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 Speaking of anime, since this is the anime segment, what do you want to talk about, Toratsi? What anime have you been thinking about? What anime do you like? Well, I've been thinking about Akiba Made Wars. Oh, yeah. I remember this one. Yeah, you watched it, Cole, yeah? It is quite a fest. Yes. Of violence. <laughs> of violence. And death. And maids! And maids! And maids! And maids. Well, well Akiba Made War. We follow our protagonist, 17-year-old Nagomi, as she works her dream job in a maid cafe called the Oinky Doinky Cafe. <laughs> as she works her dream job at the Ton Tokoton Cafe in Akihabara. Akiba is the shortened term. So Akiba is short for Akihabara. Yes. Okay, good to know. Yes. I've been there before. You have told me. It's, it's pretty sick. A lot of cool fashion. Uh, and also, if you're into Magic the Gathering, they have a lot of Magic the Gathering cards. Did you see any Maid Wars, though? No. Okay, then. I did see a lot of maids, though. Wow. It was night, um, and when I was in the taxi, I passed by a couple of maids, and I should have grabbed one of the flyers, because like, one of them offered it to me, I was like, but I was in the car, and I could have rolled down the window, but I didn't. You should have got a flyer. I should have. I really should have. That would have been so cool. Anyways, Any back to... Akiba Maid Wars. Anyways, back to Akiba Maid Wars. So we follow our protagonist, Nagomi, as she traverses the world of maid cafes. But the one thing she wasn't prepared for was violence. Lots and lots of violence between their competitor cafes, such as Wolf Wolf Moonbeam <laughs> and Maid Casino and Akiba Fluffy and Sweet Club. You wouldn't know these maid cafes house violence. <laughs> They do house violence, not for their guests, but for each other. It's competition. Yes. It's like the Yakuza meets yeah. maid cafe. Yeah, a Yakuza-like maid cafes. We also have our second protagonist, Ranko. Ranko is a maid who's also new to the cafe Nagomi works at. Ranko has been in the business for quite a while. And just like the anime we talked earlier, Ranko was also in jail <laughs> for 15 years. That's baller. Yeah, 15 years. I highly recommend Akiba Maidors. It came out during the fall of 2022. It's, in my opinion, it's highly underrated. I don't, I barely see anyone talk about Akiba Maidors for it's what it is. Underrated. Yeah, for what it yeah. is, it's a really good anime. It's an original story, so there's no source manga for it, unfortunately. And it's a great subversion to the maid genre. Has a lot of shock value to it. But I think that it rides it very well. Yeah, highly recommend. Very good show. So, on to anime news. We have an anime movie coming out. If you're a fan of Spy Family, I think you'll really like this. There's a new movie coming out, Spy Family Code White, which will premiere in theaters in December 22nd of 2023 in Japan, though it will be released in the U.S. and other territories in 2024. The exact release date is currently unknown. And if you haven't heard of Spy Family, then... What are you doing? Go watch it. Now. 
Spy Family is a spy comedy drama centered around a fake family with the wife being an assassin and the husband being a spy, but neither of which know of each other's occupations. And not to mention their adopted child is a psychic. So she knows her dad is a spy and her mom is a ruthless assassin. I like Spy Family a lot. It's a really cute anime. The main character, Lloyd Forger, he's pretty cool. And his adoptive child, Anya, she's super cute. Yeah. And the mother, Yor Forger, she's cool. I like her. (laughs) Her brother's kind of weird. Oh yeah, her brother. Oh, I forgot about her brother. Yeah, he's he's a... He's weird. He's a siscon. Ugh. Ugh. What is your favorite anime character of all time, Tonatsin? <laughs> That's not good. Uh, Vash the Stampede. She's shaking in her seat right now. She literally cannot contain herself. <laughs> She's losing control. I just really like Vash, man. Like, yeah. when I went to Fanex this year, I saw a lot of Vash cosplayers. Mm-hmm. This one here, this one here was with me. And, um, you know, every time I saw a Vash cosplayer, I was like, hey, 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 can I take a picture of you? Yeah, just like that, in that voice, but louder and more shaky. <laughs> like like a dog, like a little dog. Yeah. You know, when, you know when you see a little dog and they shake? Like a Pomeranian. <laughs> a Pomeranian. A Chihuahua. Chihuahua. Yes. Well, some of you might be wondering, wait, what? Why do you like Vash to Stampede? Well, I like Vash to Stampede because, like, you know, he's cool. <laughs> um, you know, he, he cares about everyone, even in a world where everyone wants to kill him. So, you know, that's very inspiring where he's like, I love everyone no matter what. Love and peace. And he carries a lethal weapon, but he never uses it lethally. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he very much likes donuts. Yes. Yes. He's, he's very silly in the 98 anime. As for the new anime that came out in 2023, I haven't really watched it. Uh, Fascist Stampede is from an anime called Trigon. I highly recommend it. It's one of my personal favorite animes. It's a space western anime. So if you like space western animes like... Cowboy Bebop? Yeah, like Cowboy Bebop or Space Dandy. I highly recommend Trigun. And the character design is just so good for Vash. His jacket is just iconic. Yeah, once you see Vash's jacket, you go like, wow, that's so cool. I want a jacket like that for myself. All the other characters are really nice too, like Meryl and Millie and Wolfwood, but I won't say much since I talked about <laughs> Akiba Maid Warrior earlier. <laughs> Anyways, that's enough about me. What's your favorite anime character, Cole? Well, I watch a lot of retro anime, as you probably don't know, unless your name is Tonatsin. <laughs> I really like the show Shonan Bakusozoku from 1987, and my favorite character in that show has got to be Eguchi Yosuke. He has a sick pompadour, purple hair. Sick pomp dude. Sick pomp dude. What's cool is that he's a total badass, right? He wins like basically every fight. He's insanely strong. But his favorite thing to do on his free time is do sewing and stitching. He's he's like that's cute. I know he's he's part of the handicrafts club in school, and he made a handkerchief that said "Happy Birthday" to his crush on her birthday. That's so cute. He gave it to her like a week after her birthday because he didn't know that it wasn't her birthday. 
He forgot. He, for he forgot? Yeah, he forgot. But he made her a handkerchief. That's cute. And it was really cute. And they go out for ramen sometimes. And then at night, he rides his motorcycle with his bros. And he has his little gang called Shonan Bakusozoku, which means the Bomber Bikers of Shonan. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty... pretty Pretty cool dude, if you, if, you, if you ask me. Yeah, this show is so underrated. It's insane. I'm surprised no one watches it. It's so great. If you like biker gangs and bromance, then you should definitely watch Shonan Bakusozoku. In English, it's the Bomber Bikers of Shonan. Highly recommend it. Please watch it. And that's it for our anime segment. We'll pass it off to video games with Roman and Zen. Oh yeah. Weeb. Thanks to the anime segment for that wonderful introduction. Let's get right into it. This is the video game segment. I am your host, Roman, and this is my co-host. I'm Zen, and today I'm going to be talking about uh, Fortnite. As people who play Fortnite, and probably some people who don't play Fortnite know, uh, Fortnite recently went back to their old map. Uh, they're doing Fortnite OG. It started in November, and it was supposed to go for a month, and uh, if you do the math, that means that it's almost over, and for the end of the season, they're going to be doing one of their events, which for those who don't play Fortnite and haven't heard about their events, they're like these live things, they're like once and you miss them, where something big happens on the map and usually it will lead one season into another, and in this case it will be leading us into the next chapter, which means that we're going to be going to a new map. Uh, the end of season event will be being held on December 2nd, uh, and it's titled The Big Bang. And what's interesting about this event is that it's actually going to be an Eminem concert. <laughs> an Eminem concert? Uh, yeah, or at least it's going to contain one. Uh, this is officially confirmed. They're going to release an Eminem skin, like, soon. I think maybe today, or, like, a little bit before the event. And then it's going to be an Eminem concert. Uh, where did they officially say that? Because I, I really want to know. Uh, like, on their website, they have, like, a picture of Eminem and saying, like, it's gonna. We're gonna have an Eminem at the event, and I don't know how they're gonna simultaneously have an Eminem concert and also like, you know, the Big Bang of the title, and you know, lead us into the next map. I've seen people joke about it's just gonna be Eminem, you know, doing his concert. Meanwhile, the whole map blows up, which uh, might be kind of funny. That would be. I'd be hilarious. Yeah. Um, I'd be hilarious. Um, it, at the very least, it'll probably be better than the last event because the last event was pretty much it forced you to do like quests and stuff, but none of them really mattered. It was like an hour long. The last event was terrible. Everyone called it terrible, and that was also a whole year ago. Uh, so hopefully, this one yeah. can follow up. Events used to be more frequent. Um, they used to be maybe once every like few months, but now it's kind of just once every year at the end of each chapter. Hopefully they're putting their employee mistreatment to maximum overdrive so they work hard on this. Exactly. I don't think that they're uh, abusing their employees as hard as they used to though. So Really? Yeah. Shame. I mean, Fortnite used to give us uh, new updates every week. Now it's every two weeks. How are we going to live? Oh, Jesus. But uh, yeah, it's for that reason that I don't think it's going to be as good as some of the last events. I think that they kind of kind of lost their stride This is going to affect the stock market. Probably, yeah. It's going to affect Epic Games stock. And if Epic Games stock crashes, then I mean, probably the whole uh, stock market will too. So the, the, there's some pretty... Yeah, and then, and then this will cause the United States to, to recede back into the Great Depression because yeah. Fortnite isn't getting enough updates. The Fortnite map's not going to be the only thing blowing up. The Earth is also going to blow up if this event's bad. So, you know, 
pretty important. You might want to be there. Uh, I'm not a shill for Epic Games, by the way, in case you were wondering. So, have you attended any of the previous events? Are you going to be attending this one? I haven't attended any of the previous events, but I'll try to attend this one because if it's really like you said, where the entire map just like blows up while Eminem just sings, just like being a Fortnite character, and the last thing you hear before you get atomized is, "I need a little controversy because it feels so empty without me. just die." <laughs> yeah. I think at the very least the event will be funny. I don't know if it's going to be good, but hopefully it will be good. Well, it has to be funny. I mean, it's Eminem and Fortnite. True. Uh, so I think what Fortnite needs is more crossovers, don't you think? Yeah, I think that's the one thing that the game is lacking. For real? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I think that's enough about the Fortnite Eminem concert. I'm going to hand it off to your segment now. Wonderful. I wanted to talk about Mortal Kombat 1 today, and... As of writing, this Mortal Kombat one has a 7 out of 10 uh, on Steam customer reviews overall from its Steam store page. And I I think Mortal Kombat 1 is good. Despite its mixed reception, I thought it was really good. And I kind of agree that maybe it needed more time to cook. But I do think this is the best version of Johnny Cage that we've had. So the name Mortal Kombat 1, is it like a remake of the original Mortal Kombat? Uh, it's the latest installment, and I think it's a reference to how one of the characters in the game, Liu Kang, uh, essentially rewrote history. So that's probably why it's like called like Mortal Kombat 1, because we're just like, in terms of the story, we're just like, back to square one. Huh, I didn't know Mortal Kombat had a story. It does have a story. Huh. And it's pretty intricate. I would believe it. A lot of the time, things that have no business having stories have the most insane, over-the-top stories. For real. Looking at you, Call of Duty Zombies. So the thing is about Mortal Kombat 1 is that I kind of definitely just wanted to talk about Johnny Cage, because he's my favorite Mortal Kombat character. But uh, other than that, Mortal Kombat 1 was really good. I think it was good. I liked what they did with Cameo Fighters. It really introduced a lot of opportunities for strategy. Let me explain Cameo Fighters. So when you pick a character, you can also pick a secondary character that will help you uh, against your opponent if you manually summon them to your side and it it introduces a lot of cool combos and gameplay and i think that was a good decision but you know what was bad what was bad megan fox's voice acting as natara it was so terrible it was like so emotionless and, and bland i'm not like i'm no expert but even then i could feel something was off about her voice because it, it was terrible it was so bad. Watching the cutscenes, there was just something... It was so bad. I also heard that it had, like, a really bad Switch port. Is that true? Oh, yeah. The Switch port. I cannot believe it. I've almost forgot about the Switch port. So, the Switch is an old console by now. And its age is really showing because they had... By porting Mortal Kombat 1 to it, they had to, like, seriously tone down the visuals. And it looks hilarious. <laughs> That is usually how it goes on the Switch. Because the Switch is just really old now. Yeah. Like, it's almost 2024, and the Switch released sometime in 2017. Yeah, so like six and a half years. It's basically on its deathbed. It's going to be sold in like a, like a GameStop, which is just kind of like a game museum. Uh, hopefully Nintendo gets the Switch out to, or the Switch 2 out soon, so that... Um, I also hope the Switch 2 is good. Yeah, that'd be nice. So that we have less bad ports like this. But also, you know, maybe if they can't make a good port, maybe just don't port it to the Switch. I'm not sure that there's a huge audience uh, of people who want to play Mortal Kombat on their Switch anyway. 
Yeah. <laughs> so I really like Johnny Cage because he is known to keep backup pairs of sunglasses. And his gameplay and animations look uh, really great. And I like how cheeky his moves are. Like his gameplay just kind of encourages bullying your opponent. And his character's like really funny. He's goddamn hilarious. Reminds me a little bit of Duke Nukem. Honestly... Yeah, with like like the Hollywood like one-liners. Yeah, keeping a backup pair of pair yeah. of sunglasses and like the sheer like trad masculinity. <laughs> I really I can see it. We had a lovely time talking about Mortal Kombat one and Fortnite and Johnny Cage in particular and Eminem in particular. For real. So we are excited to pass it off to fake news. Goodbye. Welcome to News Today with Joaquin, Hazel, and Luciano, and thank you for the handoff video games with Roman and Zen. Today we have a f few topics that we're bringing to the table, like for example, Mariah Carey died as of two days ago. Any opinions on that one? It's pretty fortunate. <laughs> Unfortunate or fortunate? Fortunate. Why is that? Unfortunate. No more Christmas music. I mean, yeah, but like right when you get done with Thanksgiving, that's what I, that's what I wish for. I just think completely unfortunate, unfortunate for Mariah Carey. I've been hearing. I just I just think it's unfortunate because of my Mariah Carey dying. That's that's why I think. Yeah, it's exactly. Funny. I think it's unfortunate. Like, why do you? I can't. I can't. And <laughs> why you think it's so fortunate? She's 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 everything to me. Same. Yeah. Are you in love with Mariah Carey just as I am? Hell yeah, I'm a stan. That's what I'm talking about. Huh. But uh, Mariah Carey is definitely underrated in my opinion. Uh, she passed away 60 at 64, uh, November 26 at 12:04 p.m. And yet she aged amazingly. She did not have a single gray hair on that head. It's probable because she was frozen over every year. That is true. So that is how she passed away. Now that we're going to talk about that, the U.S. government was trying to unfreeze her in uh, a tank, but it didn't work. They accidentally killed her. They accidentally yeah. killed her. Um, she has one platinum record on her hit song, All I Need for Christmas is Booze, and it brought in a lot of debate on underage drinking due to her being 17 when recording the record, though... It was U.S. government, so I think it's all a scandal. It was sad, but at least she made bank. Oh, so lame. But on that topic, killer Santas. Anyone hear anything about this? Because I got some opinions. I I he not, I've heard about it. I have not heard about that yet. You ever heard about that? What about you, Hazel? Nope. No? Well, killer Santas, they heard the news. They went erupt. The press was crazy. You know Fresno? Fresno, mm -hmm. California? Yeah. Absolute garbage town. Just saying. Yeah, that place really sucks, yeah. We, we hate Fresno. Fresno sucks. But uh, Killer Santas and the Santa Malls on the malls uh, murdered three children outside of a 7-Eleven near the block of the corner, the corner oh. block. I think I actually did hear about that. There was a recent report uh, about a man that killed, he was dressed in a Santa suit and he killed at least eight people at a party. He lit the house on fire after shooting up the place, so. It's freaking Fresno, yeah. bro. Feeling the hate of Fresno's intense environment. Nobody likes it, so why do we even have it? I think we should just wipe Fresno off the map, Loki. What, what would we put there? 
nothing. <laughs> that is better than Fresno. Anyways, so are you a are you a mall Santa enjoyer? A mall Santa enjoyer, I would say yeah, especially for really. Why is that? Huh? They're they're killers. <laughs> they're gonna kill you. Before they became the killers, I was. Uh, now okay. now that I'm hearing all this, not so much anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're not great. I don't like them. Yeah. They they are scandalous. They tried taking all my money. They tried taking my kids' money. So I don't. I don't appreciate their slander. On a brighter note, mall Santas are no longer mall Santas. <laughs> they don't go to malls anymore. They go to private parties. So, you know. Do you have to, like, hire them? Yeah, you gotta hire them. Interesting. <laughs> but they're not at malls just roaming around anymore. I guess you can hire a Santa mall Santa hitman. That is really just adding on to the like clown Santa. thing. <laughs> I mean these mall Santas. Santas are like the new clowns in my opinion. Yeah, they really are. After after sweet Mariah. <laughs> after her passing. Poor Mariah. Rest in peace. I, I think we should end it. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> This was fake news. Thanks for listening in, and we will see you next Thursday morning. This was a satire broadcast.